Welcome to the Mythic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brummett, and today we are exploring the role that health issues play in our life's journey, why it's so important to prioritize our health for the fulfillment of purpose, and how it can hinder us along our path as well. A mythic life is free from the constraints of old stereotypes, led by the adventurous soul that is striving for joy, fulfillment of purpose, and the quest for higher growth and connection. A person who believes that there is more than meets the eye, that pursues personal development, alternative medicine, lifestyles that are wanting to break free of the societal norms and explore their mystical abilities. There is greatness within everyone and a soul desiring for joy. Welcome, everyone. As I said before, I am your host, Eric Brummett, and it has been such a wonderful journey along this path, being able to share with you all my insights and my perspective of life and this path of personal development. You know, it's it's a path we're all on. If we're conscious of it, if we are navigating through life situations, if we're going to coaches or healers or spiritual people, you know, you are on a journey. You are in your mythic life. And, you know, I've been on this journey a long time now. Well, not really. I, I have and I haven't. It's kind of a, a a yes and a no. I've been in private practice as a healer and as a coach and mentor and as a theta healer for the past 23 years and uh, 20 years of that here in New York City. I'm not in New York City now. I'm actually upstate. And, um, you know, I've been so blessed with the opportunity of supporting people along their journeys, along their path to healing and helping them really figure out how to be in their body what it looks like to manifest and to really create that life that really is truly fulfilling. You know, my my partner and wife, Sarah Faith, uh, with our two children, I have four children. You know, we we really are looking to embrace this in a beautiful way of this journey. And along that journey, we do have health issues come up. You know, it, it's it's part of being in the body, right? There can be the little things of, you know, common cold, flu, seasonal allergies, feeling run down. It could be things of a injury, a wound that happens that we have to recover from. You know, I actually had a shoulder injury this last winter that did take a few months to really work its way through. And and all of these things that, you know, our experience of being in our body is not separate from our spiritual path. And that's really what I want to share with you all today is, is that we are in this concept of life that we chose this life. This is, you know, the world according to Eric and how I was taught by my teacher, uh, Viana Steibel, the founder of Theta Healing, is that we have free will, that everything has choice in it and that we are always active on some level of choice. If that is out of the programs that we've adopted from our unconscious self, from how we were raised, what we are taught about life, from our genetic traits and patterns or our cultural beliefs of what we're surrounded by, our 
the consciousness, even in the foods that we eat. And even if you do believe in it from the consciousness we bring into this life from before this life and from other lifetimes, these programs are always there. They're always active and running, right? So we have our subconscious, then we have our conscious thoughts. You know, this is where we are more sentient, where we are self-aware. And then we have our intuition, our super conscious, our spiritual connection to the universe around us. On every level of this consciousness, there is choice, there is free will. And so this idea that we chose this life, we may have invited in certain challenges, certain teachers to say, to help us along this journey. And sometimes along this journey, we get distracted as well, right? So we're living our life and we start to fall out of connection, out of listening to our intuition. You know, I've worked with many people and heard them say like, oh, their creativity, their, their inner knowing felt like it led them astray. Or when they listened to that voice, they were told that voice is wrong. Don't listen to that voice by their parents. Like, oh, your imagination is going to mislead you. Like, listen to logical thought and they're told what to do and what to be. I even had a friend come over with his kids and his daughter's like finishing up high school and thinking about college and like taking the possibility of a gap year. Like, there's all these things that all of a sudden sometimes we're trying to figure things out. And we do need guidance, but then we're also sometimes told what to do, right? So when we outsource our free will, when we accept what other people expect of us, when we are living our life through unconscious programs, sometimes it leads us astray from our soul's intention, from the sense of purpose. And what helps us get back on that path? So sometimes this is what illness does. And this is really a, a key element of like when I work with clients and things of what we explore is with your health, with what is happening in your health, when did this health issue start? What was happening in your life leading up to then, right? Because what I know about health is that we are always exposed to microbes. We are in an environment where there are toxins and our body is designed to work with it. Yet what allows for these microbes and toxins to really anchor into the body to cause illness and disorders and diseases is an invitation. It's a relationship. It's just like manifesting a soulmate in this way. And I say that with some humor because what's happening is it's a little bit of a profiling, right? So I have thoughts, I have feelings, I have programs, I have lifestyles, and based off my personality type, there are certain things that become compatible with me, right? So everybody is like this, where, oh, based off their compatibility, they run into a lot of feeling offended by the world around them in society, and they end up facing a lot of pollen issues and allergies, or they're always self-observing and hypercritical of themselves and feeling this sense of guilty and criticalness and, and feeling like they are wrong. And they end up with a lot of bacterial issues. 
or there's always this edge of, ah, like I have to fight through and life is a struggle and it's hard and I'm going to complain and, and then I know what I need to do, but, oh, I just don't really fully have the energy to do it. And when, when can I push this off to, when can I push this off to and that procrastination? And this is yeast, you know, like every microbe in this way, every toxin has a spiritual energy to it. It has a a consciousness. It actually resonates with our consciousness and we, we come together as a compatibility and it comes into us and it brings the issue up. It brings it to the surface. Okay. So this path of healing, sometimes we manifest, we attract health issues to act as a, a corrector to actually help us come back into alignment with the sense of purpose and fulfillment. Even though it's being manifested out of these limiting programs and beliefs and sometimes heavy thoughts and emotions, you know, it it can have all this hardship and all of that needs healing. And it's been collecting there because of this big gap in our life of, of adopting what is expected of us rather than exploring and discovering who we're meant to be. And really that's the key thing here is who is the true I, who is, who is the true self? Where's, where's the authenticity within me, right? So stay with me. We're going to really kind of flush this out because I I know I'm bringing up a lot and it can be a, a big, big topic here. And so I I really want to give you some key insights of how to navigate this, because no matter what, we're going to fulfill something for our soul in this life, right? We're not missing the, the mark of the bigger divine timings or purpose. These things manifest to help us as a course correction. And then we're corrected on our course, but then what happens to the illness? What happens to the disease and disorder? Sometimes it stays with the person. And then they're in this place of having to always be in this correcting based off it, like management, constantly seeking things out. Like it already served its purpose of being the wake up call for our spirit. But then we're still in this with the toxin, the microbe, the the genetic trait that got triggered and we're in the disorder of it and having to compensate our lifestyle for this. How does this affect our journey in life? So what can be your greatest hindrance can also be your greatest teacher and your biggest handicap all at the same time. You know, this, this spectrum of health really fulfills so many different angles this way. So as I explore this, you might want to actually kind of reflect in and see like, when has a health issue served me in this way? Like when, when, when did I have that, that wake up call? How did this health issue give me a tap on the shoulder, for example, and really see, see how this, how this fits because Along that journey, it could still use healing. Just because it acts as a wake-up call doesn't mean that it goes away. And when it becomes the handicap, when it hinders, 
when it keeps us from moving into what is potentially there is really where the larger issue becomes. And what I mean by this is that if you were without the health issue, the condition, what would you strive for then? Because there may be a fear there. There may be something that is blocking like a sense of, of worth of being able to get beyond the health condition. And I remember working with, with a client, she, um, she was struggling with breast cancer. And when I started working with her, she was already managing this breast cancer for over 15 years, possibly closer to 20. And, you know, she first went to a lot of the allopathic medicines, chemo, they wanted to do surgery, she said no. And she did treatment. And then it came back and she was frustrated and she didn't like the experience of the chemo. So she went to alternative medicine and, and she was doing saunas and she changed her diet and she created this protocol for herself that, that managed it. It kept it from growing. And, you know, it was like veggie juices and vegan raw food and dietary supplements and infrared saunas. That was kind of like the key things, but it was a lot of work. She was married. She had a couple of kids already. Um, they were growing. They're almost out of the house at this point. And we're doing belief work and we work, we go back to the past, right? We go back to when the cancer first formed and looked at that and was like, okay, what was happening in her life? And her life at that time was so consumed with being a, a new mother and being a support to her husband and was also being a support to all of her friends and her family members. And her entire life was consumed with just giving her, her vitality out, taking care of everybody else. There, there was no her left in her life. It was all consumed with relationships. And all the relationships were about them and their lives. This really manifested out of an earlier situation in her life where she didn't have the sense of, of worth of like claiming in her relationships what she wanted, what her needs were, and having some autonomy and really getting to know who she was. So there's all this work that needed to be done around healing all of that in the past. What was happening was this protocol, the fact that she had this health issue gave a buffer zone. It gave space from all these relationships of, oh, I can't overpush myself. I need to take care of myself. Oh, I can't go and eat out with all of you. I, I need to stay on my diet. Oh, I feel tired. I need to rest. I don't want to exhaust my immune system. You know, there was always this place of excuse in her relationships to, to not overextend herself. But it became such this fortress of time and space that the hours that it was taking, it was like four to five hours of her protocol every day just to manage her health was all of a sudden becoming a new consumption. It was consuming the space of her moving into discovering what she would want to do with her life. 
This was a woman that was in her 40s with kids she had from her 20s and are about to leave the house. And she's had all of this growth and healing and had a much better dynamic with her husband and all these things. And, and so after all of that deep dive into the past and healing work of the past, what really needed to be addressed was, for one, letting go of having to have the health issue to be able to have that space for herself. And without having to have that health issue in order to claim boundaries with others and have requirements of receiving from people and being taken care of rather than taking care of everybody. And then came the next step of what would happen if you didn't have the health condition, right? What happens when we can let go of this handicap and work on that fear of becoming? And this is a real survival thing. You know, no matter how much growth we have, we're always going to have this instinct, this survival instinct of that unknown, right? There will be this, even if you have that bravery and courage inside yourself, taking a step into something new will always have something. It can show up as an excitement and nervousness of something new. It can be a terror for some people, right? So, the more we can learn to process and address this fear of change and learn to let go, then things smoothly transform. This is where healing really happens. So whatever your journey is with health, if it's going to the doctor and taking the prescribed medication, if it's doing a cleanse and taking supplements and herbs or dietary shifts or working with a coach, a lifestyle coach and a nutritionist and, and adopting new patterns in your life and whatever you're looking to do to heal, to manage your health, this becomes one of the key components to add in is these key questions. How is this health condition serving me? Or what do I get from having this issue? And the next is, what am I learning from this? When we look at what we're learning from it, we can then see how it has been a teacher. So this person learned so much from facing this critical illness that could potentially take her life. You know, cancer is a no joke thing, right? And she had to be hypercritical of this. She really had to learn how to give back to herself. It taught her so many things. When she looked at how it was serving her to maintain these boundaries and we could get beyond that handicap, then we could look at the fear of what's going to happen next. So this really is some of the key elements of health. And really the importance of looking at this sense of health is, is that no matter what, we're going to learn our life lessons and we're going to have some growth, whatever that pathway is that we're, we're heading, right? If it is in career, relationship, 
personal self-reflection, spiritual growth, or physical strength and health, like whatever our journey is, or the adventure of traveling the world, whatever that journey is, having this reflection into what's happening in my body and how am I feeling about it? And I do hope we can get him on for a future episode this fall, but um, it, it makes me think of the story of um, a friend of mine, Scott, and he's one of the founders. He's the founder of a great supplement company that I really admire called Sun Potion. And um, he was asked because it wasn't his focus. He ran into some health issues. He loved to run. He was like, you know, a marathon runner. He loved to like run. He was also really into spirituality and personal growth and things like that. And this trajectory of getting into a spiritual experience, if it is taking a workshop or class, if it is going for ayahuasca experiment, if it is traveling, if it like whatever your apex spiritual experience is, that's a high peak. But then what happens? What happens at the dropout? How do we main, maintain that high peak? And that was his key thing of like, yes, there's healing, but then there is maintenance. And he created some of the most incredible supplements that I personally take. I really do actually endorse this stuff. And um, how do we manage and maintain that in the way of health? So this is one of the, the huge keys in this journey is like, do we want our learning and fulfillment to be overcoming a health issue and having to learn from our health issue? Or are we wanting to get to travel the world and feel physically capable to climb the mountain or be able to do the sweat lodge, right? So whatever speaks to you in the way of growth, fulfillment, pathway, like some people to be fulfilled would be to have a child. But one of the first things that goes away in our health is our ability to reproduce actually, because it takes the most vitality, right? Like we're creating life. So that becomes hindered if we're facing other health issues. So this path of the mythic life is intertwined with our path of healing and health and being able to maintain our field. So really, what would it look like for us all to embrace that and prioritize it more? We usually don't put it top notch. You know, I know a lot of people that they're very career driven and the idea of putting health before work is a huge survival threat of like no I can't do that if I did that I would lose my job or you know I would not earn enough or I would not fulfill my responsibilities as a parent like I can never fit in my exercise, where would it fit in in my lifestyle? I've, I've heard that one before. I've actually heard that one from my own thoughts before. I remember I was so consumed with, we had our healing center. I was teaching classes. I was doing sessions. I, you know, my kids were in school. 
And there was all this expectation and I was trying to manage all this responsibility and wanting to like grow to this big vision I had for the center. And like, I was doing this belief work session because I was running into a lot of physical health issues with my connective tissue, with my physicality, with my posture. And I was like, I know I really need to work out. And I always had this excuse of, I can never find the time, right? So where we put our health and our priorities is really a reflection of where our worth is. Where do we have that space? So explore this for yourself. On your mythic journey, where does it fit for your life to prioritize your health? We are mythic life. Free thinkers, deep feelers, courageous trailblazers. We own our myth with our vibes, how we think, feel, and act. We believe that love is a given, not something earned, that spiritual is sexy, kindness is cool, and earth is sacred, that everybody has superpowers and life is too boring without magic. We walk our talk, and when life gets real, we heal. We choose our path and make it epic. And I want to thank you all for joining me today. You know, if this speaks to you and you want to understand more of this exploration of health and how Theta Healing can really help you with what's manifesting in your life, what's happening in your vitality and your health, come and explore at mythiclife.com. See what our services look like. We do have sessions. We do have things. If you're enjoying this podcast, It does come out on the second and fourth Monday of the month. Please subscribe. You'll get notifications. Join our email list. You'll receive reminders that way. And, you know, we have a lot going on. Check us out on Instagram at The Mythic Life. Uh, We're also on YouTube. We have a lot of helpful insights and hints and some good video clips at Mythic Life. Our Facebook page is Mythic Life, and we do have a wonderful group for our community, our culture, the Mythic Life experience. And if you really want to experience Theta Healing a little bit more, you're wanting a little tune-up, you're wanting to be guided in in a self-healing meditation, come check out our Healing Circle. We have it online on Zoom. It is a live, free Healing Circle every month information is in our emails and on our website go and check out our healing circles and thank you all for joining me today subscribe let's spread this word we're all living our mythic life and the more we can be empowered and wake up to it the more we can open up these conversations the more healing and growth can happen in the world so thank you all for joining me today i look forward to seeing you all soon